0: These people are evil. They, and, and you know what? There is a God, and he is not slack concerning his promises. And he promises that the evil will get theirs and the righteous will get theirs. He promises that the evil will get theirs and the righteous will get theirs.
1: 5 8 how are we? Welcome back to another episode of the 5-8 Take. Uh, thank you for liking, sharing, and also giving us a five-star review if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts. This week we have on Nick Patterson. He was a professional MMA fighter. He also got a contract to the UFC, something that we discuss at the start of this episode. Um, however, lately he is the founder of the Peacemakers, an organisation in Australia which we'll break down in this episode. Um, his story is quite a unique one and... Something. So this this episode I think you will truly enjoy. Uh, I really did myself and I'm sure you guys will as well. But before we get there, as always, a word from the guys that keeps the lights on in this place. Um, a big shout out to Julian and his team at loanoptions.ai. loanoptions.ai slash five... Eight. Go to loanoptions.ai/58 for any loans that you need. Whether it's business loans, whether it's you need some cash on holiday, you need to consolidate your finances, whatever you need financially. Go to loanoptions.ai. Julian will help you there. His his team's amazing. Uh, you've you've heard us. Um, praise them before, and this episode is no different. He doesn't discriminate, neither does his team, and we truly appreciate the partnership that we have with them. Go to loanoptions.ai58. Now, without further ado, let's get into this episode. Cheers, Leia. You are listening to episode eighty six of the Five Eight Take, Australia's podcast. Be strong, stay calm. Be you, Momento Mori?
0: Oh well, no, just you know that was that was what I did. You know, I used to you know it was a way out of the mundane, and and I was good at it, and I would have kept going. Uh, I got the UFC um, opportunity some years back, and and I was contemplating deeply my retirement. When I got that opportunity, I just didn't want to do it anymore. And it was mostly because I was very aware of what was happening in this world, and mm. I didn't want to be part of the Roman circus anymore. I wanted to, um, I wanted to do something more meaningful. Mm. And I felt trapped in that cage because mm. it's like all my energy, but the, the, I, I guess the high point of all of my existence is being. The focal point is this cage, which is all set up by people that are obviously, you know, um, whoever controls these sports is they're in that club. Yeah. I mean, you're going to look at the, even like the, you know, the fact that you've got a red corner, blue corner, especially in boxing, you've got your, you know, you've got your four corners, you've got your three knockdown rule, you've got, you get a standing eight count, which is your, your the number of new beginnings, all of these numbers. Mm. This not this, this these sports weren't created by idiots. And um, so when, when you become aware of that, you, you realise you're actually just, and then you see people that say, you know, I want to give to the sport. Yeah. But the sport's not, I don't want to give to a sport because a sport isn't alive. It's just an idea. Mm. You, you give to people and I just thought there was a lot wrong with and it, it didn't gel with my thinking. So, you know, there was I was aware of what was happening with all the vaccine stuff back then. I was saying years ago that they're gonna mandate vaccines. Mm. And people thought I was mad. Now now they've you know, a lot of them remember and they say, Nick, you know, I I, I don't think you're mad anymore. Mm. So yeah, so that's God taking me out of the um the world and showing me what it was and then he put a, a will on my heart to to do something different
1: did you did, were you religious back then when you were going through it like you you found at the end you know god put
0: i was actually much more religious back then because i'm not right. really religious now i read my bible very very deeply and mm-hmm. i'm i'm I have very strong faith, but yeah. the, so the, re, the word religion just comes from the word religia. It means to rebind. Yeah. Um, we, we're bound by our oath and the words that we come out of our mouth. That's why a, an oath of allegiance, allegiance and, and religion, they come from the same word. They come from that religiere. Um So, and, and it really just means to, to be a, a, a part of a legion. Mm. Again, a legion, right? And I went, I'm not really that. That's not right. Just because I have faith and I believe in God and I I look at the Bible and I I look at the the deeper layers there, that doesn't mean I'm religious. So I I was much more religious back then than I am now. I've broken free of a lot of that.
1: Do you you look at the – because this is what I've been doing lately um, because I've been looking at stoicism a lot for quite some time. I've been, you know – doing a lot of articles on it um, and pushing it forward. I've began to look at the philosophy of Jesus Christ rather than just the religious aspect of everything. Have you looked at uh, these these sects of religion from a philosophical standpoint at all? Or have you just... Oh, Do you want to elaborate
0: on that a little bit? Like where are you coming from there? Because that's a pretty... It's not that specific. They can be interpreted in many ways, what you just said. So I don't. I just want to – can we just elaborate a little bit so I can know exactly what you're, yeah, what so, you're
1: trying so, to for example, express there? Yeah, so for example, um, in Stoicism we have memento mori, right, which means remember death. In, when I look at the cross as a kid, I was always wondering why, why do we just look at this person's death? We should be celebrating his life. Why are we just looking at yep. having this peace and res- like is this a uh, dark thing that people are just holding on to and then just seeing this guy, this, this, this I mean, whatever way you look at him, whether he's God, he's a prophet, whichever way, why would we be looking at his death? <clears throat> so lately, as I understand Memento Mori a lot more from Stoicism, I look at that from a philosophical standpoint of we are to remember death and Jesus and God being uh, you know inside us is for us to remember our death by remember remembering his death. So I see a lot of the in the cross, I now understand it as the uh, stoicism standpoint, the philosophical standpoint of memento Mori. So he, he died on the cross, God is within us, uh, the universe is within us. A lot of Christian teachings say that, you know, we, we are the sons and children of God and we died essentially our sins on that cross. So essentially we're by a mirror image what I'm seeing is that we're remembering our own death via seeing that cross, and that's what um, I mean from a uh, philosophical standpoint.
0: So, look, to me, I'm not the physical flesh suit. So, you know, I'm just the spirit inside. That's the bit that came from God. My physical flesh didn't. That came from my mum and dad. And um, that's going to die. The flesh is always going to die. The spirit doesn't have to. But that's based. That's going to be based on whether or not i got the grace of God, whether God's going to give me the favour and think, you know what, well, you know, you weren't evil in everything you did. You did your best. You fought you, you, know, you fought all the way through and you stood up for the truth. Like it says in the Bible, you know, Jesus says, you know, to this end was I born, for this cause came I into the world that I should bear witness of the truth. Those who are of the truth hear my voice. So if you're of the truth, you hear his voice. Where do you hear that? Inside of you. Okay. So it's the voice of God that conflicts your conscience. Just like it says in in John chapter chapter one, it says, It's the light that lighteth every man that comes into the world. Yes. It's the light of that's that light, that light. Everybody has it. We all have a conscience. Not everybody follows it. A lot of people will, um, will you know, you can't serve God a mammon, okay? So God's internal. It's the spiritual, okay? You know, God is a spirit. Those that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. The spirit of God dwells inside you. Uh, the flesh will die, okay? That. So the flesh, if we're looking on the external world for God, okay, you're not going to really find it there. The external world even jesus himself says i am not of this world this you know i'm not of this world he says my people are in the world but they're not of the world okay the world who's the who who owns the world well the world the word world itself is two two words it's where man and it's it's old world okay comes from the word like where like werewolf man wolf and old old right so it's that's what world means it means the old man there's Bible verses that tell us to put off the old man of sin because the old man dies. We've got to be renewed and be and the way we, we become renewed is through the, the renewing of our spirit and our mind. Okay, we're transformed by the renewing of our spirit and mind. So um I look at it all completely as being a spiritual, this is all a spiritual battle. The flesh to the flesh can war all it likes, mm. but it's the it's the, the the minds of men and the ideas, and and there is a God. And when you reach out and look for him, when you search for him, ask, ask, you shall receive, knock it shall be open, seek and you shall find, you do find him, and you find out, oh, God is really right there. Um, mm. And no one can ch- take that from me. It doesn't matter how intelligent they are and how well they articulate an idea or a concept. If if it's in conflict with what I've seen, experienced, and heard and felt from God, then I go, it's, I, I can't. I'm not going to accept it. Mm. And like it says, you know, no man can come to Jesus. Jesus says it himself. So no man can come to me, save the father, first draw him. Mm. So the father, which is, if you look at the name of God, it's, it's he, you know, Moses asks him, what will I call you? And he says, I am, I am that I am, I am so he's i am means consciousness i am i exist mm. and then in the we see in john you know in the beginning it was the word and the word was with god the word was god what's word mean? It's The word logos it just means it's intelligence mm. and a word that you write or speak is is it's your expression of an intelligence it's it's a concept or an idea it's intelligence the intelligence is not the body it took intelligence to create that but the spirit inside is who you are that's the bit that that's who you are and most people don't know who they are and that's what I want people to to recognize once they start to realize who they are and that voice inside of them is the voice of God and they start to follow that and then things start to work out for them they start to become empowered we can see we'll see those people become converts. They will then do the same thing and let their light shine and others will see it and then they will be inspired. And in the word inspire means spirit in. So they'll they'll see someone doing what's of God because it's coming from a place from internally and it's going to be expressed on the outside. That's what emotion means. It means to move out. If you look at the etymology, it means to move out. Something inside of you gets moved out and people see it. But if it's from God, it's going to be good. People are going to see it. They're going to go, "I want that. I want to be that. I want some of that." Um, but what what's happened is this world's inspired people to to be fearful, which is a sin. We're not meant to be cowards. We're meant to says no fear all through the Bible. It even says the cowardly will will be cast out. We're not meant to be cowards, but we've got we've got a, um, a population of people that have just you know oh, I'm too scared to to do what I know what I believe is right. Mm-hmm. Um, we need people to be inspired. With um, with good thoughts, with the good spirit, but they're not. They're being inspired with just evil. The TV's evil. I mean, all you could do is look at some of the TV shows. You know, a, a friend of mine um, was um, actually my my boys. One, or well, one of them saw a couple of episodes of that Squid Game, and I didn't know what it was at a friend's place. He's my. It was actually my older boy. And when I found out what it was, I was just shocked because I, I hadn't watched it. So I started to watch it. I watched a few episodes of it and I went, this show is just evil. This I, is just, just yeah, I murder. Haven't, I party. haven't
1: seen it. I haven't seen it. So what what actually is it? I've heard about it, but I see it everywhere, but I haven't seen it yet.
0: Yeah. Well, so my, my son was nine at the time. I mean, he's at his friend's place and they're watching this, this thing. And, I, and when I found out what it was, it was... It, it just shocked me. I thought, these kids can't watch that. that. This stuff is evil. Basically, it's a, these people go into a game. It's like, and I reckon there's a lot of truth to this because we know what these psychopaths do. Um, and they're on this island somewhere and they go underground and there's all of this, everything looks like an Escher painting. Um, and they have games where you basically got to kill each other and you for money. Yeah, it's murder. It's just depravity, complete depravity. And they pick the they pick people from society that have got really big financial problems, where they're going to probably kill themselves anyway. Mm. So it's just completely horrible. But that's that's what the people are seeing. These that's like the biggest show at the moment. That tells you something about because what what the, what's in here will precede whatever comes out. So the thought mm. precedes the action, or the pr- principle of a thing. Is its beginning, right? So mm-hmm. the beginning of a thing is the thought in the mind, and then that will be expressed on the outside. So this is what's happened to our people. They've been filled with lies, they've been filled with the darkness and the evil. And and you, you know, you if you put evil in your mind and you try to be a good guy and try to hold on to good thoughts, they're just gonna go to war with each other in your mind. Mm-hmm. You're
1: gonna be unstable. I'm, I'm yet to see that show. I've, I've heard it's supposed to, it's, it's got a lot don't of symbolism it. in it. Yeah, I've, I've kept, a, like, I feel like I know what it is. And it, what interests me is, like, in my mind, it's like, is this orchestrated or is it not? Because every now and then you have a particular Netflix show that just peers through. And I, I always wonder, is that is that marketing or, because it, it becomes no, a culture it phenomenon. Like, I don't really understand it really. How it it's spreads definitely that way,
0: it's definitely by design. They, they, they don't do anything for, for no reason, you know. Mm. That's an idea that they want to, they want in the minds of the people. Um, mm. and and they do do stuff like this and kill each other. And um, you know, they 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 do these sorts of things do happen. They've been we know they've been doing it through history, and we know they still do it now. Um, but. You know, I, I don't recommend anyone ever watch it because I watched a few episodes of it and then in the I felt so empty inside and I just felt yuck. I knew it was bad. It was completely against my conscience. I said, I'm not going to watch any more of this. I said that to my wife. I said, I just can't watch it. You know, I just, this is awful. I can't believe my my son saw this at a friend's place, you know, and so, yeah, this is, but this is kids watching this stuff, little kids.
1: Yeah, my my sister's young and she was watching that. I was like, "What are you? What are you doing? What are you doing?" Just yeah. they had they even had a statue in the middle of Sydney, um, just not too long ago. Uh, what what would you? What do you watch beyond that? What do you watch? What do you ch- kick back to? Uh,
0: I don't really watch too much, you know. If there's something that there are some inspiring movies that are out there that exist. If there's some goodness in it. And and it, and it You can tell if something's good mm. because of how you feel, right? It's the same when you have a conversation with someone. If it's a conversation where you're just arguing or you're fighting, you feel empty, you feel what, well, or it brings brings a bad part of you out. Then you know it's bad, it's not edifying. You, but when you feel you're uplifted, you, you're thinking higher, you're thinking, mm. in, in, you know, like you're are thinking in a more moral way, in a more in a more confident way to do good. Then you know it's good. Um, but yeah, like you know, I, I try to stick to biblical stuff because that's all I'm really interested in. Mm. Um, um, because I, it's <coughs> it's how I think, and those stories, you know, they um, there's so much in them. Especially like the Book of Daniel. I was watching a movie called Daniel the other day, and and I was really really inspired. And there's a lot of things in Daniel that even even like you know that saying the writings on the wall mm. that's from the Book of Daniel. Doesn't say that exactly, but there was writing on the wall that was from God, and it was yeah. telling, telling them something, right? And then that's where the saying comes with the writings on the wall, you know. And and um, you the Book know, of Daniel has a lot you of see
1: dreams the, in it, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, a lot of visions of the yeah. future, what's going to happen, and that's what I think. What I like about it so much is is you know when you understand what those what the symbols mean. It helps you to interpret a lot of maybe your own dreams or dreams yeah. that you like my my little ones have dreams and they tell me what they saw in it. Yeah, you know, what what these ideas are, you know, what the water is, you know, what the you know what the sun means, yeah, just what these things make. Once you start to understand what they mean, you can um kind of interpret a lot of what's going on there because there is a lot of meaning in dreams. We're we're more conscious when we're subconscious than when we're when we're consciously and we're awake we're actually more conscious there
1: 100 percent. and i I feel like we've we've moved a a little bit away like um you speak to people and they're always like i don't remember my dreams and there's Mm. there i feel that there's a disconnect there it might be a situational thing i do see change in a lot of people uh, throughout this entire um, ordeal that we've had around the world where people are looking more um, into their faith, uh, into their dreams, uh, and looking into nutrition and connectivity, which is an amazing thing. Before the last twenty months were, you, how did you, how did you like? A lot of people have seen this coming. I've, I've spoken to a lot of people, and they just didn't see the particular way that it would happen. Have you seen any good in the last 20? Of course you've seen good, but what are, what are like the good that you've seen in the last 20 months? Everyone focuses on a bad, but for you, what what's some of the good that you've seen in the last 20 months?
0: I've seen people listen to their conscience and listen to God and say, you know what? I'm not going to do this. This is wrong. There's something inside of me that's conflicting with what's happening on the external world. And um, I'm not going to sacrifice what's on in, inside of me because that's who I am, mm. and I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to keep my my integrity and my honor intact and do what I know is right, regardless of what I lose. So I've seen sacrifice of, of things. I've seen people sacrifice their status, their standing amongst men, their jobs, for their spirit and their soul, and mm. that is beautiful, very inspiring on people. And when you see it. And you know that they've done that. And I've seen people, People. these are people that I, many of which I, I didn't think had it in them to do that. Mm. But I've also seen people that I thought did have it in them just crumble as well because this is the world of the persona, right? So you don't know what, who I am inside and I don't know who you are except for what we express. Um, but what's happened is there's been an unveiling. Something's happened that's caused what's inside of people to have to come out. Mm. And now we're seeing that many of the people that, put on this brave face of being strong and, uh, you know, they're all about freedom or whatever it is. They've just withered. Mm. But then some that you didn't know were actually, actually had that inside of them and actually did rise. Um, so that's what we're seeing. We're seeing the separation of the, the the sheep and the goats and the sheep are the good ones because they're the ones that follow the good shepherd. My sheep hear my voice and I know them, right? And the goats are the ones that go and do whatever they Feel like doing? what well, oh just do it. That's 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 what I'm seeing. I'm seeing that God is letting psychopaths in this world um, conflict the people and put them into a position that's extreme, and giving us the opportunity to make the right choices. And many people aren't, but there's many that are, and that's a beautiful thing.
1: A couple of people made the wrong choices on this Dan Andrews bill. That just passed today, mate. Did you? Did you? I don't know if that was just a play where you know get the people excited and then pass it last minute. I am glad that there is a a third body that's gonna oversee, you know, Andrews and his chief um, chief health officer if they do decide to send people away. Uh, I do appreciate that there's a body there, but. Even, even – I think there's six amendments, even that, just a number. Like what – It. I just don't – uh, I feel that there is just a lot of weak people in parliament and people that just seem like that they're putting a face a lot of the time. Um, what are your thoughts on that bill passed today?
0: Well, there's only the, – the first commandment was – Thou shalt have no other gods before me, but these people that got their brown paper bags full of cash, they completely disregarded the people. So the real the two greatest commandments, love God and love thy neighbor, right? Uh, they disregarded their neighbor and they disregarded the voice of God, which was within them, the truth. For for big, I don't know how big the the, the, the paper bags were and how much money was in them. But we know that's what they do. That's what they always do. And these are people that don't have any, any depth inside their soul. They've got nothing. They're empty, empty shells. And that, that would be why they would be in those positions. Um, it's like it says in the Bible, it says, God says it three times. He says he sets up the basest of men to rule three times. It's in the book of Daniel, actually. Mm. The basest of men, right, the most animal type of man mm. and women to be in, in those kinds of positions because you and I wouldn't do that to people, but God uses these people to bring out the best in the good ones and to destroy the wicked ones. And then they've destroyed themselves in the end as well. That's, that's always been the pattern. Okay. God will will allow when the people turn away from God, what happens? What, what the scriptures tell us. It's interesting because it says this in the first calls of our constitution, Commonwealth Constitution. It says, "Relying upon the blessings of Almighty God." We know which God they're talking about. It's no other God. It's the God that's of the Bible, because that's the that's that's the one she's the Queen's meant to swear an oath under, and that's the God of of, our, of these, these countries that we're in. So, um, of the Western countries, um, that's why there's a Bible in the court and the Parliament building, which they're trying to get rid of because they want to be God. Uh, but when you when you um keep the commandments of God, which is and, and you follow your conscience and you do what you know is right, there's blessings that come from that. Now we haven't been doing that. And the reason we haven't been doing that is because we've been tempted to not do that. They've given us music that, that's depraved, they've given us movies that's depraved, they've given us social media that's depraved, Tinder, everything you know, they've they've given us um they've kept the brothels open in Melbourne and the while they've been in lockdowns, they've kept the bottle shops open. They've been selling four four times the the alcohol during these lockdowns than the normal. I mean, this is the sort of stuff. You know, the donut shops are open, but you you know, anywhere that's that's black positive shut. So it's basically an attack on the human spirit. So if they can starve the goodness of your spirit and starve it out, okay, and feed all the animalistic stuff. They're going to create a beast. It's what the beast of Revelation is—it's a—it's a—it's a clear representation of the state of mind of the people.
1: Do you believe Scott Morrison's a Christian?
0: No, not at all. Nothing, nothing in him is Christian. He's not a believer. He's a believer in evil. Yeah, I've met some people that claim to be victims of him. I believe them too, but I can't prove it.
1: We seem to be in, in very, very weird times, and I don't understand how the how we've come so far uh, in faith, or or maybe religion itself is the explanation. It's um, it's it's not really. A lot of them don't see it uh, as faith. Maybe they just do see it as just belief, uh, which is. Yeah, uh, a thought to break down itself. Why don't Why don't you feel these people see these revelations? Why don't they see the mark of the beast coming? Why don't they see um, what is written in a book if they've been practicing it for so long?
0: Well, because they they they're not real. They they're just actors, no different than the actors in the media. Oh, I mean, I, they they pretend to be. Um, you know, legitimate journalists, but then they just lie. Just like these police, like the public order response team that go around and, and violently assault people and then they write false false um, statements against people. Just like the the politicians that pretend to be, you know, all, all for us, but then they're completely against us. Just like those people in those church organisations that, you know, say that God's the greatest out of one breath and then the next breath they say, yeah, but we've got to come Got to be in conflict with God because the government's told us we have to, right? So you can't serve God and mammon. But see, all these church denominations—they, this is the thing, right? They—they they become incorporated. Now they shouldn't become incorporated. That in of itself is necromancy. It, it means to be a corporation, you know, dead body, dead thing, corpse, oration speaking, right? So they're they're engaged in necromancy. Bible is very clear on that. We should not be involved in necromancy. Then, because they, but they they do that and set up an ABN so that they can be engaged in commerce. They want to play the game of commerce. Now, then they get and they they make an application, which means to beg to the to the um, government to get a tax free exemption, so that they can be a business that earns lots of money and doesn't have to pay any tax. And then the government then is now in contract with with the church. You've just given that which is holy to the dogs, which is a Bible verse again. Um, and then these churches for the money have given away their decision-making. That's what it is to have money changers in your temple. Like when Jesus flipped over the money table, you know, the, the money changers' tables and he said, look, make not my father's house a place of merchandise, what they've done to the churches. And that's what people do because this is really, you're the temple, your, your mind, okay, your thinking, your decision-making, that's the one gift that you've got from God that's truly yours. He won't take it away from you, your ability to make your own choices. And if you're giving those choices over to the enemy, then you've made the temple of God, um, you know, a, a place of merchandise for money. So I, I believe that these these churches are all corrupted, all the big ones. There's, there's some small ones and some good ones that are out there like, um, you know, there's a church pastor that nearby to me, he's a good man, his name's Paul Furlong, but he was put in jail. First time in the history of this country he was put in jail for, for opening his church. Um, they called it incitement during lockdowns. They said it was incitement for him to open up his church and they put him in jail. He was in jail the same time I was in jail too, at the same jail as well. Um, I'm speaking tomorrow morning at 5am my time, so Melbourne time, to a, a pastor um, called Arthur Pulowski from um, from uh, he's from Calgary in Canada, mm. and he was put in he was put in jail for months for opening his church as well. So this is you know the, if you are a legitimate church that does what God would have you do, you, you know you're going to probably go to jail. You know, they're, but that just shows these people have courage because they're willing to go to jail for the truth. Be a living, modern witness of the truth. But you've got all these other ones that are just bowing down to the dictates of tyrants, getting their flock to to follow what is just a lie, and it's it's so evil. I think they're going to be just absolutely damned for what they've done by leading people and telling them to go and get that jab, go get the jab, so you can come to our church meeting. It's like this, you, that blood's on your hands, but that's what's happening.
1: Where do we sit with common law? Why isn't the basis of our entire law structures not being upheld or it seems to me that it's not being upheld? I mean, just in the front of our passport, um, which is our highest legal document I guess we can carry as individuals, it says that you you can cross borders without being interrupted and you should uh, be allowed to do so. So where, where are we sitting with this, where even pastors are going to jail for incitement when they're just yeah, yeah. doing their God-given right?
0: Well, I think they've just shown us what they are. They're evil people. We've got evil people. So, I you know, I always talk to, about politics of people, I've been involved for a little while and. And um, you know, I, I say to, you know, some of them might say, Oh, I believe in communism, no longer like, oh, I believe in socialism, oh, I believe in this, I believe in capitalism. And I say, I don't I don't really believe in any ism. I believe in if there's good people, any ism will be okay. If the people that are running the show are good, yeah. it doesn't matter if they're righteous people. And any ism will be bad if the people are bad. Because we're and common law has never been taken away. It's just been codified in the statutes. So we've got the statute law, okay, that, that that exists, and it just has the common law in it. It's the common law is it's we're completely common law. Even the Victoria Police Act says very clearly that if all the police that have made an oath or affirmation, Section fifty, so this is in Section fifty one, have the duties and powers of a constable the common law. That's literally what it says. But they don't they don't apply that at all because they don't operate as though they're constables at common law because a constable according to the Australian legal dictionary cannot be directed by the government as to who he or she should prosecute but are the police being directed by the government yeah, yeah. you get they got the government directives and they're they're enforcing them that's not their job it's completely against the law for them. It's, that's called acting under dictation which is when an unauthorized authority dictates to an uh so you know somebody that has authority over their office. So police have independent authority over their office and they cannot be directed by the government. So when the government starts directing it to them, then they're they're overstepping their authority. They don't have authority over the police. Their their job is to enforce the law and the law only. If they start doing what the government tells them to do, well, then who's going to arrest the government if they're committing an offence? It's not going to be the police... And it's called acting under dictation, and, and and what we've seen in Victoria is being completely criminal. The, the police criminals—they've—they've they've been acting under t- dictation in a way that's criminal, and the offences are, are criminal.
1: I interviewed not too long ago, uh, Dr. Robert Malone, uh, who's the mRNA vaccine um, technology inventor. He mm-hmm. stated that there was a hole in a biowarfare treaty where incapacitating agents are allowed which made me put a whole question, because I, I kept hearing about Nuremberg, Nuremberg 2.0, Nuremberg 2.0, and hearing that they know, he says, the people in my world know that fact. So hearing him say that and then people signing away, you know, giving consent essentially just before they uh, take this vaccine, yeah, shows showed me that there's... Nuremberg is null and void during this situation. However, he did touch on Nuremberg a little bit at the start, but that was what he finished with, which he said, this is something that uh, I've, I haven't said and I just want to get it off. And he finished with that. When you hear Nuremberg, what do you think? What comes to you just automatically? Do you think there is a chance of this occurring or do you think that... There's other ways around.
0: Mate, they're, they're, you're not the piece of paper. They can say you're, you've signed this form. They could say or any of that. It doesn't change me, you know, unless, they t- unless they've unless they been giving me full disclosure and said, hey, this vaccine is going to do this, 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 this and this and we know this, this, this and this. Um, and, they, you know, it doesn't matter what you've signed. You know, I, I, I'm not the piece of paper. So the idea of a form is to reform you into something else. So they make you persons and whatever else and corporate entities, you know, they give you those noms again names. Like when you go to the court and, and you, you, you know, your name's Mr. And then all capitals like, who's that? Why do you call me this? This is not what I've ever been called. So why are you calling me by this title? Um. So the the idea that they can, you know, there's paperwork there that says this and there's paperwork that says that. I don't care what the paperwork says anymore because it's it, they don't care about the paperwork. They just do whatever they want. There's a human rights charter in Victoria, but it doesn't matter, does it? They just go, oh, we're not going to disregard that. There's a Privacy Act. But then all of a sudden, you know, and you'll hear the government say, you know, we, we can't actually check your um, privacy, you know, like your, your vaccination status because it's against the Privacy Act. But then, oh, but the government said that we, you know, the, the employees will say the government's told us we have to. So it doesn't even matter what the law is, right? Mm-hmm. It really, it, and the paper, the paper's not worth what it's written on, if the people that are in, in positions of power are corrupt and they disregard it anyway, True. we just need to be willing to go, yeah, it's against it's against conscience. It's unconscionable. I'm not going to do something unconscionable. Yeah, I'm not going to have their blood on my hands. I'm not going to do it. No, I'm actually going to stand up for my, for my brother or my sister, you know, my fellow man, and, and defend them from you because I think you're trying to hurt them. I believe that you are and I believe you're a corrupted individual and I believe and then and then people start doing that more people go yeah that's the right way you know because mm. people are going to be getting more how many people have been hurt from this i've got a have mm. got a, a mate who's a physio and he's got 24 um, patients that have got permanent paralysis in their arms from the vaccine you know 24 24 patients it's heaps and he's got another one that's got a permanent brain brain problem you know um, this is what they're doing to people. These poor people are being the victims of just awful, awful violence against them. And you know, it doesn't matter to me if there's legislation that says X or Y. Makes no difference to me. It's wrong. And my conscience and the spirit of God inside me—that's all I need. I don't need any of the other stuff. I do. I do know quite a bit of legislation. I know. I know some of the case law. Um, but I, what my experience has been, they just disregard it anyway. They don't care.
1: I completely agree with you. There's been a lot of people that have had a lot of damage, and they're they're suppressing that information completely. And it's it's disgusting. It's it's ridiculous. And you mentioned your your arrest earlier. And do you want to break down just uh, what what happened?
0: Yeah, yeah. Basically, I am um, I. <coughs> I went to a rally and there were, there were, um, we were surrounded by a large group of police, which ended up being a, well over a hundred in the end. And there was about probably maybe 10 of us. And I had an interaction with them and I was able to, um, I knew the law a lot better than these police or this particular police officer did. And he was really arrogant and he was trying, he basically grabbed me and said, Look, you're going to come with me. And I said, I said, no, no, I don't talk to police. And he said, well, you will talk to me. I said, yeah, why is that? And he said, you're not wearing a mask. I said, well, I've got, a, got an exemption. And he said, "We well, you show to me. He said, don't have to because you don't have to in Victoria. And then I went to keep walking and then he grabbed me. So that was, was just, it was a suck, right? It started from the beginning, it started bad. And I pushed his hands away and he said, well, you know, I believe you're outside of your, your 5Ks because it was a, a 5K boundary thing. at at that time and i said oh yeah based on what and he goes well you know you need to prove your your address i said no i don't and then i started quoting george versus Rocket from 1990 high court case i said when the when a statute prescribes there must be reasonable grounds for a state of mind including suspicion and belief you said belief it requires the existence of facts which is sufficient to induce that state of mind a reasonable person so where are the facts and they go, well, we want you to, you know, well, I want you to talk to me and we're going, I'll hold you here until I... I said, oh, I'm not going to talk to you. I'm going to have to talk to you. DPP versus Hamilton, which is a Supreme Court case that, that they're meant to all learn in the academy as well. Um, I said, to, I said oh, I'm said, i under no obligation to speak to you unless I'm already under arrest. And in order for you to arrest me, you have to have reasonable grounds for that arrest and that has to come from some sort of factual evidence. Without, without the facts... You don't have any any belief or suspicion, and I'm not going to give you any facts. And then I, um, yeah, and then so we had this interaction. In the end, he ended up um, the inspector tag team, and, and he said, all right, guys, we're going to let you go, but, you know, we're um, we're going to give you five, ten minutes or we're going to arrest you, five, ten minutes to leave the area. Um, and so they let us go, and, and, and we did leave the area. And then we got assaulted um, as we we're walking away by the public order response team. So they're like they're they're the Gestapo. So they're special police that um, that don't follow any, any law. They just mm-hmm. do whatever they want and they assault people. And then and what they do is when they assault you, they'll they'll charge you with assault. That's that's their number one thing that they do. So they started to they block the footpath. We walked onto the road to walk around them. Um and then we they started yelling and screaming at us and pushing us, and the mainstream media all their older camera people so we knew that it was a setup they were trying to get us to fight back so they could create something for their um because they don't do real news the mainstream media that's not they don't we know they don't they just lie they have to create a false narrative and i got the guys to calm down and not get violent and then they did the same thing again they became violent with us and then the third time um and was there was probably only well, I think six of us at this time there was um about 20 police um ran on the opposite side of the of the road on the footpath. We were on the footpath on one side, they were on the other. They ran up ahead of us, ran across the road, and they started throwing punches at my mate. I could show you the footage too, if you wanted to have a look at it, you know. And then we ran in and started um defending ourselves and defending him, which we have every right to do in the um in the the Crimes Act. We have the right to defend yourself or somebody else, it says. Mm. If they're being um, assaulted or if they're being deprived of their liberty, yeah. So we went in to defend them, and then I got my shoulder ripped out of the socket. Um, I got taken the, to the
1: oh, they actually hospital. dislocated. It, it came out.
0: Yeah, they ripped it right out. Yeah, there they they yeah. They, there was about twenty of them, and there was I think four of us that sort of fought back.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, they got the capsicum spray out and just sprayed everybody, and and um, yeah, just absolutely evil, just pure evil, what they did, and then they put me in jail for twenty nine days. Based on lies.
1: So is that complete lies. Is that is that for uh, assault? They they reject so I'm guessing you, yeah. you got there, they rejected your which blows my mind that the police themselves are the ones that are in charge of bail when you're there, not not any judge or anything. So I'm guessing when you got there that night, they rejected your bail then and then you would have seen someone or No,
0: I, I went before a magistrate and they stra- and the magistrate literally said I believe you're going to breach the show ch- directions again, so I'm going to leave you in. I'm going to leave you in jail. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's
0: what she. It's madness. It's they're all. It's so corrupt, mate. It is so corrupt. So they just put me. So I've got four children. Um, I've got I've got a, a wife and four children, and yeah, they just um, that's what they did to me, and they left me there for 29 days, and then after 29 days, I was charged with 24 charges on that occasion. <laughs> I don't know, they just must make up as many things as they can think to say. That's what they would charge you with. Um, so 23 of them were assault charges and one was a breach of, of a direction. Then, But then they gave me bail conditions where I wasn't able to speak about the law, the government, the directions, the COVID, the um, the um, the state or federal government, the just a gag um, state or federal law. I couldn't, I couldn't, basically it was, a, it was a complete gag order. Even though I don't have, I didn't have any even incitement charges. There were no incitement charges there. It was literally assault charges. So mate, it was it was so obvious what they were doing was to just just shut this guy up, um, and then they put a fifty thousand dollars surety on me.
1: Fifty thousand dollars surety on you.
0: Yeah, yeah. So if I was a big drug dealer, I wouldn't have got that. But because I'm um, I'm a polit- it was a political prisoner, fifty thousand dollars surety. These people are evil they, and, and you know what? There is a God and he is not slack concerning his promises and he promises that the evil will get theirs and the righteous will get theirs and I am waiting for it and it's going to happen.
1: Did you go to, did you, I'm guessing you got those bail conditions now that you can speak on it. So what happened yeah, following I, that?
0: Yeah, well, I just had a, a case conference and then they um, they reset the bail and they removed the majority of it.
1: Which is yeah, it sounds like at least a little bit of justice is is there, but that initial judge just well, it's nuts. Yeah, go
0: on. Well, the, the initial two that I had, you know, um just I mean it's it's good that there are obviously some people in there that aren't horrible, you know, mm. because they go that's that's ridiculous. Why why have you got this these bail conditions? They make no sense. Is you know, it's not like I've committed any offence with my words, but I've upset them. With my words, because I've spoken the truth and I've spoken against the government, but I have a right to speak against the government. Mm. But maybe I don't anymore. You know, maybe that that, that those rights that exist on paper, mm. that are well established rights, like the right to criticize government, isn't. It's only there in a tokenary way. It's not real. You know, mm. this is the thing. <clears throat> anyway,
1: does the Magna Carta have anything to do with that? The, the Magna Carta is an, is a it's a. It's interesting to me because the king gave the barons the, allowed them to essentially speak and and do what they needed to do. But my understanding is that the evolution of the barons has sort of become the parliamentaries and the citizens aren't part of that class. So our freedom of speech. Uh,
0: Everything has been changed. Yeah, everything's been changed. Like we don't even get treated as people now, yeah. where we're looked at as, as cattle. I mean, that whole the whole birth certificate fraud, birth certificate bond system that we're in. Um, as long as are we don't know who we are and realise, and the way the, the way to find your way home is in that Bible, yeah. but but the churches don't teach it. This is the thing they don't teach it. It's so bad. They they literally think. I mean, I've been to churches, lots of different churches, and they they've all taught pretty much, except for one. Um, You know, I've been to some probably that haven't as well. But but the main ones that I've been to, they've all preached that you've got to pay tax to the government, and then they quote that Bible verse which says, "Render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's." And it's like, but I've read that. I've read the Bible. It doesn't say that. It says he says. He says, basically, it's a trick question. They said, "Who um, should we pay tribute to Caesar or not?" And it's a trick question, so they can kill Jesus. Because if he says no, they're because it says that they wanted to send it to the governor to kill it. Yeah. So if he says no, they go, "All right, all right, no worries." And they go get the Roman governor. You got to kill this man He's teaching people not to pay tax. If he says yes, yeah, pay 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 the Romans their tax. Then he'll go to the to the to the synagogue and, and to the to the assembly of the Jews and say, hey, this man teaches us, you know, that we're to pay tax to, to Rome, right? So he says, you know, render to Caesar the things that are Caesars and to God the things that are God's. And that's the whole thing. Do I belong to God or do I belong to Caesar? Because mm-hmm. if I belong to Caesar, I want some evidence of that. And if I've got any obligation to Caesar, I'll pay it. But I don't believe I belong to Caesar at all. But they've taught, they've they've brought, they've basically brought us up in a way where we believe that we do belong to Caesar. We believe that we have to apply, which just means to beg for anything that we get from the government. We have to check: am I allowed to do this? I better check first. Allowed just to? Oh, can I? Can I build, Can I grow a garden in this area? Am I allowed to grow a garden? Am I allowed to build a house on my land? Am I allowed to? This is the madness of it. We sh- we have the rights to do that. If you, and if you ask if you've got the right then you and you just by the virtue of asking these people means you don't have it because as soon as you ask to exercise the right you don't have it because they're going to say yay or nay and it becomes either a privilege that you have or you don't have
1: oh, I love that analogy by the way that was that was fantastic and the people that caught that 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 was actually that was amazing um the yellow vests. Um, I see them quite around Australia. Uh, oh,
0: the um, Peacemakers?
1: Yes. Yeah. Um Which, which is, is it's good that you guys have, have <coughs> sort of um, adopted the yellow vest, which is easy to find and uh, people can come for information and, and whatever. Maybe you can elaborate mm-hmm. um, each person that is yelling wearing a Peacemakers yellow vest what that means.
0: Yep, yeah, it goes back to, it's, it's biblical. Blessed are the peacemakers for they should be the, the children of God. They're there to, to um, defend your God-given right. That's it. And I um, I was with a friend of mine and we just, we worked it out one night. So we thought this is, I was already trying to teach people that they have a right to defend themselves. Um, and I was finding those common law, um, basically the the principles in the statute law to defend you know to basically keep the commandments you know when you cuz i see a lot of people being assaulted by the police at um protests that were during lockdowns and i thought people have a right to be there and that the right of so the way our society is meant to operate the right of the state is trumped by the right of the individual to liberty so the right of the state to prosecute the individual is is not as great as the right of the individual to have liberty so i knew that so i thought well these police are just literally just grabbing people arbitrarily and randomly and just grabbing them and dragging them away that's that's against the human rights charter which hasn't been you know it hasn't those though there's no reason for them to do that either they haven't there's no override declaration override to override those sections in the Human rights charter. Then they were kettling people. I said that's complete, that's a that's a human rights violation that's unlawful deprivation of liberty because it says in the human rights charter that when if a person is, um, is detained or arrested, they must be informed at the time of their detention or arrest for the reason of the um arrest or detention. And when they when they kettle people, they just hold them there and they don't tell them why they're being arrested or detained. And when people ask them, the police won't tell them. So I knew that was another human rights violation. Okay, they have an obligation to tell you why, and if they're not going to tell you why, then that then you have every right to break free and get out of there. So I, and so anyway, I was teaching people this, but then I thought, why don't we make it something a bit more um, visual? And then we got the idea of doing the um, the vests, and we have got orange vests and yellow vests, and the the yellow vest is for the people on the front line that will use force if needs be. and the vests um, that are orange are more for the people that maybe maybe the women that don't have the ability to, to physically um, be a presence, but they they do a lot of the other jobs like communicating and liaising with people and oftentimes they they are better at that mm-hmm. as well. Um, and they might be first aiders as well. Mm-hmm. So and the reason we have a, the symbol is a lion because to be bold as a lion, it's um, not a biblical verse. So you st- basically you stand up for the truth. You don't hide away out of fear. Yeah. You know, we want to be seen and we want people <clears throat> to see what we're doing and they want people to want to be a part of it as well. If we can get lots and lots of people with really strong values, we can, um, we can win, 100% we can win. Yeah. But without strong values and without people that have integrity and honour, and that are willing to stand up for for what's right and and it's not just people that are willing to people have to actually know what's right as well mm. um if we if we can get a large number of people doing that it's it's the end of for them because that would just keep growing and growing so that's and the whole idea of the um peacemakers i, I set up these core values and i and the idea was there's, there's, it's the word sin and repentance in the hebrews so in 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 Hebrew, the word is um, sin is hatat, which just means to miss the mark, Mm -hmm. to be off the course, on the wrong course. And the word for repentance means it's the word shoot, which means to turn back the right way. I thought, well, if we can get people following these core principles and living, you know, recognizing the merits of others, um, being diligent um, and, and studying, putting the effort into study and learn what the facts of something is so they can be confident, having courage. If we can get people doing that, they're starting to go back. Walk the right way with God and with their conscience, and that's where the power is. So that's that's what the, the Australian Peacemakers is, and we're in we're in a lot of we're in I think all the states, but we have um, big core groups in New South Wales, Victoria, and WA. They're our biggest our biggest groups.
1: My hometown, WA, love it. When I first moved to Australia, that's where I moved to. Love. Oh yeah,
0: where did you move from?
1: Brazil. So, I was originally okay. from a little little farm. Then I went to uh, Rio favellas for, yeah. for a little bit and then I came over here. Um, and yeah, just just I guess moved across to Sydney. But I love I love love the embodiment of everything and the spirit that derives in you really comes through the peacemakers and speaking to you now. Um, your knowledge of biblical text, um, what you've been through, your history, really embodies uh, the peacemakers. And what you guys are doing, um, I, I truly commend it, mate. I really do. And um, the fire and everything that you've done down in Melbourne, I, I yeah, tip my hat off to you. Um, continue what you're doing. I know, I know, it's late, so. Uh, I don't want to keep you too long, but I'm sure we'll do this again and do it in real life as well, hopefully. Um, But yeah, do keep doing uh, what you're doing and please tell them where to find you and tell them where the peacemakers, if they are interested in um, joining and embody all the philosophies that you have and the belief system and honesty, integrity, uh, tell them where to go.
0: Yeah, so you can find us. at. I've got a website called John 8, the number 8. So, John, it's, that's where you get the Bible verse, the truth will seek free, John Chapter 8. So, john8.net. Uh, and then there's australianpeacemakers.com as well. Um, and you can find us there. Um, but you can find Australian Peacemakers on the John 8 site as well because the other site just piggybacks on the, the John 8 site. So, yeah, john8.net, um, australianpeacemakers.com. Excellent. And um, Yeah, we're, we're looking for people with with strong morals, um, people that want to do good, that are fearless um, and they're happy to stand up for the truth and people that can see beyond this world and, and can see that there's more going on in the spiritual.
1: Amazing. Love it. Nick, thank you so much for your time, mate. I will speak to you soon. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Cheers, God bless. Brother.